0: there, I'm glad you're here, thank you. Um, I am Lila Earwood from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, I am the children's minister at Montgomery Church of Christ in Albuquerque, Um, and I have been so for a total of 12 years. About three years ago, I took about three years off um, because we moved my mother uh, to Albuquerque, and um, so now I play several roles. I'm a caregiver for my 93, 94-year-old mother, As well as children's minister at Montgomery, Um, I have a 20-year-old and an 18-year-old, and then a nine-year-old. They're girls, and my daughter is going to come here in the fall, which is great. My 18-year-old, and then I have a nine-year-old little boy who's still in our children's ministry. So I've been I've had a kid in children's ministry for a long time, um, so that has been a lot of fun. But I always, you know, I always thought it's you always have some extra time or often, maybe not always, because sometimes. If you're like me, I talk too much sometimes and I run out of time, so that is common with me. But I also, at times, have extra time. Like if our preacher's name is Jason. If Jason goes long, you know, or we have, we do a shepherd's blessing at the end, if the shepherd begins to preach another sermon, happens often, um, you know, or someone goes long in a prayer or something like that, then you all of a sudden have 10 to 15 minutes extra with kids that you did not expect. Um, or it just so happened there's a baptism, Um, you know, any number of things can happen or you just planned a 45 minute lesson that you thought was gonna be an hour and so you end up having extra time. And if you know children, they will start running like crazy around you. They will start running in circles and all of a sudden it's out of control and parents come and pick up and you're sweating and the children are screaming and you're like, (laughs) so it's helpful to have just a few extra things that you can do, but it's hard to think on the fly sometimes as well. And you're like, "Ah, what do I do? And I like to have things to do besides sticking in a video. Although, Videos are good. Um, And if you have a good video player or projection system um, in the classroom or the worship room that you're in, that's always helpful as well. So really quickly, um, does everyone have a note sheet? Good, because if I don't finish, because I do talk too much, I'm so sorry. Um, If I don't finish, you have some notes here that you can use and I think I've described them fairly well and you can always email me um, if you have any questions as well I want to be accessible to you we just are in this together I've just been doing it a long time but um, we're all doing it together and we can learn from one another um, so the first thing I wanted to let you know that is not in your notes um, there are a few resources that I just wanted to let you know about one is the website that I have up here and it's called worshiphousekids.com. So I would write that down. Um, If you have any um, ability to use video in any way, um, or if you just wanna see some cool videos, and honestly, moms and dads, this is good for you as well as uh, for your children's ministries. This is just a gold mine of great video resources. Now you do have to pay for them, um, and, but they have several different formats that you can download from. But worshiphousekids.com. They also have one for worship ministers that's just called worshiphousemedia.com. And then they have one for youth ministry. I teach youth ministry classes as well. And that they also have some really great resources for uh, youth ministry. And that one is um, worshiphousestudents, or something like that. If you go to worshiphousemedia.com, It will show you the different kind of avenues of sites they have. So it's a great resource. Um, They show you, like right here, you know, just some of their top picks, you know, recently, like during Easter, they'll show, you know, many of their Easter ones. But if you um, click on any of them, then it will show, you know, a lot of others. You can see that video. You can always preview the video. Um, But then they'll show you extras that are similar. I mean you can spend hours on this site, you know, it's great, and so it's very useful. What I use on this site are a lot of our um, worship videos that we do because I do a mix of instrumental music as well as a cappella, and I'll show you, we're going to sing a few songs here in a few moments for um, a cappella, I know, it's so exciting. <laughs> um, and so we will do a little bit of, of both. Well, not in here. I've already showed you my semi so my instrumental. Um, but the kid, I love finding the videos that have the motions, that show the motions with it, because that helps you and the kids um, to be able to do the motions, and, it, and it's all right here. So they have a lot of those videos on here. Um, but then they have a lot of game videos too. So if another time um, filler, I don't like to say killer, but time filler is um, some of the game uh, videos that they have like I see this one up here. It's just exploding fruit, you know Why is that exciting to kids? I, I don't know but it is they love it And it's just pictures of this fruit and they just watch it slowly Explode you know and just these videos to just fill up some time um, or whenever the kids are coming in you know to do They also have some Bible trivia um, which we'll get into here in a few minutes um, And all kinds of things so little Bible story shorts Just everything, so I encourage you, if you have some time, go explore this website, it's really neat. It's super, I use it all the time. Um, Another couple of resources, and I did not do my homework adequately because I do not know if you can still find, I'm sure that you can, but I don't know exactly where. You can find um, these books um, online, but I use these a lot. So there is an author named Stephen James, has anyone ever heard of him? before see I have not I haven't heard much um, about him in the last few years but about 10 years ago 10 to 15 years ago he was like hot stuff you know in the children's ministry world because he wrote these amazing storybooks he's a storyteller and he helps you to become a better storyteller um, and so I would look up his resources he also is an author of like Christian sci-fi or something like that so you know there's that too <laughs> if you're interested in that. But I use his children's ministry resources pretty often. And this particular book, it's called um, 30 New Testament Interactive Stories for Young Children. He has some for older children as well. Although I can use the, the interactive stories for young children um, for all ages. And so I used this on Easter with our kiddos. I had um, on Wednesday night after Easter, um, I have a group of children that are more from the community and so we have them all in the same room because I have just about 12 to 15 of them so we all meet together and I mean I have from two years actually she's I have a 20-month old in there who's very well behaved gratefully um, all the way through with you know a nine-year-olds in the room so that's challenging right how do you do that so we make it work though and I did one of these And this one is, you know, he has all different ways that you can tell stories in action ways and rhyming ways and that kind of thing. Um, But one of these, you tell the story, um, I'll read the first little line of it. It says, Mary Magdalene was a friend of Jesus. They've been friends ever since Jesus helped her feel better one day. When he did that, she was so excited, she told everyone about it. And then there's a refrain that you do in between each of these verses where you just say, Have You Heard? Have You Heard? Have You Heard the News About Jesus? Have You Heard? Have You Heard? Have You Heard the News About Jesus?" And the kids will start doing this with you. And then as you're going along the story, it gets sad. So after you read a sad verse, you say, Have You Heard? Have You Heard? Have You Heard the News about Jesus? And then, when it gets exciting because he, he was not in the grave anymore, you go, have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard the news about Jesus? And I tell you what, my nine-year-olds and my two-year-olds are just so engaged, they just get so excited. Small things, small things. But he explains a lot of that here. And he has an Old Testament book as well. So I'm just sharing this with you because I use them a lot and, you know, they might be of interest to you at some point. So those are a couple of resources too. So, whenever you have extra time, I like to sing with my kiddos. Um, so we're gonna sing a couple of songs in here, um, and I would love to hear if you have some songs that are your go-tos. Um, so I have to say, first, I am not a singer at all. There's a reason I'm not on our <laughs> praise team. But kids don't ever seem to mind my singing, you know, and so we can get through it. Um, uh, you know, With children, you, can, you don't have to be a great singer. Uh, Doesn't matter at all so look through we'll just um, walk through these right quick, and then we may sing a couple of them So the first one I have is praise the Lord hallelujah. Does anyone know that song? Some of these are kind of old-school songs (laughs) Maybe we haven't sang them any you know in a long time but they're great because you can pull them out really quickly Um, And again, the kids don't mind if they're old school. They don't care. They just like that they're fun. So praise the Lord, hallelujah, is a good one. Um, I am a Christian. That's very old school. But my kids still love to sing that song. Something about spelling, they love that. Um, The perfect 10. Does anyone else know the perfect 10? So this is a great way to remember your 10 commandments. So we're going to do that one for sure. Yeah, that's a good one. You can come up here and help me if you want to. Um, With Christ as My Vessel, that's like super old school. I think that was whenever I was like, does anybody know that one? Christ as my vessel can smile at the storm. It's a very action one. Um, Cast Your Burdens, that's also one that is an old school but it does a lot of actions and it takes time. So we're looking for time fillers, here you go.
1: (laughs) These are great for
0: that. And then, you know, you cannot ever undervalue the time of getting a Bible in the children's hands. I have a twenty-month-old in my Wednesday night class, and bless her, she—I give her these big, our big children's Bibles. They're heavy, and I pass them out to the kids because I think learning how to handle a Bible, as well as how to navigate through a Bible, is huge. It's huge, and we—you know—sometimes, you know, you can go through an entire Bible class, right, or children's worship, and you've never picked up a Bible. That's okay. Sometimes that's okay, but we these children need to know how to handle a Bible, what to do with their Bible, as well as how to navigate through it. And so that's important. So I would say hand out Bibles to kids and have some time. How do we treat our Bible? Because you're inevitably going to have a 4-year-old who's going to want to throw it. That just seems to happen. You know, or they'll be like, watch, I can drop it many times, drop it. You know? And so you're like, oh, no, no, let's be careful with our Bibles. We love our Bibles. Let's be careful with them. So I don't know, do you guys know the song, The Bible, the Bible... I love my Bible. It is God's word. That's it. So simple. But your nine-year-olds, your ten-year-olds, they will sing that song as well. And you may think, oh, it's too tiny for them. No, it isn't. I mean, we're all, it's all about learning to hold and love your Bible. And so we will hold our Bibles and we'll say, the Bible, the Bible, I love my Bible. It is God's word. And you just repeat and repeat and repeat. And you can do that while you're handing the Bibles out, whatever. So that's a, that's a good one. Another one with the Bible, as far as holding their Bibles, is the B-I-B-L-E. Oh, Another yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God. The B-I-B-L-E. You can sing that. 800 times with the kids and they love it, they love it. And while they're holding their Bible, and at the same time they say, what do we do with our Bible? Do we throw our Bible? Do we tear our Bibles? No, we hold our Bibles. We love our Bibles so much, because God gave us our Bibles, and they're so precious to us. So that's also good. And then of course the New Testament and the Old Testament song. That takes a long time to learn. We have this thing called the 66 Club um, at Montgomery and whenever kids can say or sing their Bible books all the way through, they get to be in the 66 Club and they get a t-shirt and a little bag of goodies and that kind of thing. So you can totally copy that if you want to. It's a great way. And here's the thing. I never mind my kids singing the Bible through. If that's how they need to re- remember all of the <coughs> names of the Bible books, okay, me too. When I'm like, oh, what is, what is you know, what, what, where is this book? I have to sing it. And that's so, okay, there's just not a problem with that at all. Let them sing it for you. And, you know, also be careful, I just have to give this disclaimer, whenever they're singing it to you, if they miss up a little bit, I mean, if they just get it all wrong, okay, maybe, you know, work on repeating it with them. But if they miss up a little bit, don't be too um, hard-nosed about that because you don't want to discourage them. I've seen that happen and And that's so hard. So those are the songs um, if you will look underneath the songs I also have the I've got extra time section and this is where we have some actual Games and activities and specifics, but let's sing a song first So everyone stand up and you can hold your papers if you want to but we're gonna have some motions with this too um, We're gonna do the perfect actually we'll do it praise the Lord hallelujah, and then we'll do the perfect ten just so that we can practice them and, and you can have them. And they'll be on tape. I'm sorry for all of those of you who are listening. Um, <laughs> so sorry, sorry for that. Um, okay, so this one, the point at the end is to be as loud as you can. We always say, we want the grown-ups to hear us loud. Um, and so we start off with, praise the Lord. Hallelujah I don't care what the devil's gonna do because the word of God is my sword and shield and Jesus is the lord of the way I feel You do it again praise the lord Hallelujah i don't care what the devil's gonna do because the word of god is my sword and shield and jesus is the lord of the way i feel and of course you try to just get as loud as you can and they love it they're just kidding so that's great so that's a good one to have and then does everyone know i am a christian i'm a c i'm a CH. okay great all right so here's this one i'll try to remember all the words if i can if i, if I can i think i can um In a cloud of fire and smoke, the mighty voice of thunder broke as God gave out the shouts, and thou shalt nots. Number one, we've just begun. God should be first in your life. Number two, the idol rule. Those graven images aren't nice. Number three, God's name should be never spoken in jest. Number four, the Sabbath's for our worship and our rest. Number five, we all should strive to honor father and mother. Number six, don't get your kicks from killing one another. Number seven, life is heaven when you're true to your mate. Number eight, don't steal and break this rule for goodness sake. Bum, bum, bum. Number nine, don't be the kind who goes around telling lies. (gasps) Number 10 don't covet when you see your neighbor's house or wife that's the list that God insists we stay away from these sins that is why we we'll remember lesson it's went through 10 the perfect 10 the perfect 10 they're just as true as they were way back when God gave the perfect 10 the perfect 10 God gave the perfect ten. Oh, let's say them once again. (laughs) Number one, we've just begun. God should be first in your life. Number two, the idol rule. Those graven images aren't nice. Number three, God's name should be never spoken in jest. Number four, the Sabbath's for our worship and our rest. Number five, we all should strive to honor father and mother. Number six, don't get your kicks from killing one another. Number seven, life is heaven when you're true to your mate. Number eight, don't steal and break this rule for goodness sake. Number nine, don't be the kind who goes around telling lies. (gasps) Number 10, don't covet when you see your neighbor's house or wife. That's the list that God insists we stay away from our sins. Remember, we, we memorize so the canvases one through ten. The perfect ten, 10. the perfect 10. ten. They're just as true as they were way back when. God gave the perfect ten, the perfect ten. God gave the perfect ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The, the perfect ten. ten. <laughs> Thank you. All right, have a seat. <laughs> Hopefully you'll get that one okay. Goodness. And I miss up in the middle like I say, I'm like, oh. Anyway. That's okay. The kids will cover it for you. No big deal. So that's a fun one. I also use that one when I can't remember all the Ten Commandments. It's good to have good to have songs. Um so I'll just do Christ as my vessel quickly. Um, again this is kind of an old school one that the kids kind of like except it, it and you get to take things out of it. So this one you can follow along and I may have to too. With Christ, let's see. With Christ as my vessel I can smile at the storm, smile at the storm. Smile at the storm with Christ as my vessel. I can smile at the storm as we go sailing home. Sailing, sailing, as we go sailing home. Sailing, sailing, as we go sailing home. home. Then you cut out the Christ. So you go, hmm. With hmm as my vessel, I can smile at the storm, smile at the storm, smile at the storm. storm. With hmm as my vessel, I can smile at the storm, as we go sailing home. Then you go through the whole thing, and then you say, you cut out vessel, right? Yes, vessel, you go with with hmm as my hmm, you can smile at the storm, smile at the storm. Smile at the storm with hmm it. as my hmm, you can smile, smile at the storm as we go sailing home. So in the end, you're just going with hmm as my hmm, we can hmm at the hmm, at the, hmm at the hmm, at the with hmm as my hmm, you can hmm at the hmm as we go sailing home. Oh, we do sailing, you go sailing all the way. So as we go hmm hmm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good time pillar, because it takes a lot of time. A lot of time, and a lot of concentration for the teachers. But that's okay, it's fun, it's fun, they love it, and love to see how long they can get through. So that should take it, preachers should be done by then. <laughs> preacher should be done by the end of that one. Or those long-winded elders. I know, or the long-winded elders who are, who are preaching another sermon at the end. Which, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's go through the, um, on the second page, or I guess technically the third page. The I've got extra time. So Bible Navigation, so I have the first one is Sing Songs, which are above, and again, you can put any of the songs that you want to in there. I just wanted to give you a few um, to have at hand that don't require a video um, or any props necessarily. They're just ones you can pull out of your hat and work with the kids to learn. So that's, that's the purpose of those that I chose. They're just some. Um, there's many great songs out there. Um. So, Bible navigation drills. I'm, I'm really big on that. Um, I think it's important for our children um, to know how to handle the Bible um, as well as how to navigate through it. Because, right, I mean, don't we have trouble? I have trouble sometimes navigating through the Bible. Um, and if we want them to get into the Word, we tell them all the time, read your Bible, read your Bible. And as grown-ups, we have trouble remembering sometimes, right, to read our Bible on a daily basis. We must be familiar with it because if it's unfamiliar to us, we're just not going to open it. it it's just, we're just not going to do it. And I think those, those patterns and those things begin early, very early, so that they are comfortable with it and they feel like that is a book that, that means something to me and is important to me. So, Bible navigation drills are so important. So, you can take a few moments and just to say, Who can find the book of Genesis? Now, I'm saying I do this with my little bitty guys all the way up to my older guys. And, of course, your little bitty guys are not going to be able to know where Genesis is. Although, I think my youngest has been three. It's a little neighborhood girl named Emily who had no clue about any of this at all when she first began coming in September and now she knows where the book of Genesis is and the book of Revelation we kinda of go from beginning to the end you know and and i um, and kind of learn that way to start with the very basics. so we say who can find the book of Genesis let's do it together and so we'll find the book of Genesis or who can find now this is for a little more advanced who can find the book right after Psalms that may take a minute for them to go and find that book but it's a good exercise for them to try to do together. And we do tickets in our children's ministry. So I just buy, you know, the little carnival tickets and they get a ticket whenever they have answered correctly or the first one who finds it or whatever, they get a ticket. And then they save their tickets. I have those little um, plastic name badge holders um, that we keep on a, on a, a door in our uh, children's ministry area and um, that's their ticket holder and they collect tickets and whenever they have so many tickets, they get prizes and things like that. So that is, there's a lot of incentive um, for that. Um, so uh, who can find the book right after Psalms? That's big. Um, where can you look? This is important, and it takes a while. So even some of my fourth and fifth graders are like, what's it called? Um, where can you look to find the page of a certain book in the Bible? If you, where can you look? If, you, if I want you to look up Deuteronomy, and you don't know where that is, how do you find it? Do you just look through your Bible and look and look? That may take a long time. There's something we have called the table of contents and you can look and find it in there. Now, my readers in the room versus my non-readers in the room, the readers, I'll ask them to find it and then go help someone who needs help. Use them. So. A lot of us have smaller children's ministries where we have to have a large combination of kids in the room. And you end up like my Wednesday nights. You have two-year-olds and nine-year-olds and ten-year-olds in the same room. Use your older kids um, to begin leading and to begin ministering. They can, and they love it. They love assisting the little guys. And so have them find it, and then go and help another child to find it too, and then give them another ticket for doing that, or, you know, that kind of thing, or something like that, you know, that's, that's a really neat thing to do. Um, now, we also do a lot of Bible trivia, and I make up a lot of our Bible trivia, because it's really fairly easy to make up Bible trivia, especially if you have a story, based upon your story, you just come up with four facts, you know, about your story, and then um, add that into Bible trivia. And then you can also use the ones from last week or the week before and pull it in so that you kind of get this, um, you know, memorization of uh, what stories they um, have had already and that kind of thing. Um, so there are a lot of resources online for Bible trivia, a lot of resources online, but you can also make up your own. But kids love the Bible trivia. We have a thing that um, was there before me called the Hootie Board. So it sounds really funny, but it's a, a board with a bunch of owls on it that you take off. And so, yeah, that's called Hoot Hoot Hootie Board. Um, and you pull the owl off, and at the top, it's Old Testament owls. In the middle, it's general trivia. And then on the bottom, I think we have 10 New Testament owls. And I have two sets. And the kids, that's another thing, if you want to do a trivia board, they love that. They beg to play the Hootie Board, which is great. And we don't always have time for that. But you can pull an owl off, and it has the question, you know, that you can, they pull it off and they give it to you because the answer is on there too. Um, and you look and there'll be a piece of trivia, Bible trivia on there. So that's also great if you have some sort of a, um, a board that you can make. Or you can use that with the big poster board. You can do that anyway. They love that. Um, then, um, okay, so for your younger child or your beginning children who come in, you want to be sensitive to them because... You know, what turns a kid off is when you go into a Bible class or to children's worship and everybody seems to know everything and you know nothing. And that is very discouraging. Um, and they will either sit and be very quiet or they will say, I'm not coming back here because I feel very uncomfortable. And I, all these other kids know so much. I mean, we've all known that feeling in some way or another in our life. And um, we sure don't want our children to have to feel that when they come in. We want more visitors, and we want more guests, and we want to reach these children who may not be hearing it at home in any way. Um, And so how do we do these trivia things for them? Well, you start off slow, and you come up with some really basic questions that just about anyone can answer, and then you can even repeat them. On Wednesday night, I repeat a couple of these at least four times throughout the evening because I'll have three or four kids who need to be able to answer a question right, and so I want them to be able to answer. So my first rule is you must raise your hand, and that's key for this, that's key. If you want to be able to reach your children who don't know as much or who are new, make sure that you lay down that rule right away. You must raise your hand to answer the question. No calling out answers, or I may even take a ticket. From you, know. Oh, I know. Um, I know that would be bad. We usually don't have to do that, but um, if you want a ticket, you know, or some incentive, you know, some whatever prize system you might have or something like that, then you have to raise your hand um, to to call out the answer because your little know-it-all kids. We all there's some in every class. Um, they'll call out all the answers, and the other kids don't stand a chance, right? So the one question that I ask a lot is, who gave us the Bible? That seems so simple, but your children who are tiny, um, or, I mean, tiny, like my 20-month-old, well, this is her question. She knows this answer. She has to raise her hand in order to say it. But uh, that's one that that is helpful for the children who, they can at least answer that one, right? Um, What is the name of God's son? That's another one that um, after just a couple of times, everyone in the class will know that. And it just gives them feeling something, right? At least that's how it's been in my experience. It leaves them with something. Um, So they get to answer at least one question. So I repeat these very often. Um, And there are others that you can come up with, I'm sure. Another one that we seem to get to pretty quickly is what is the first book of the Bible? I mean, after just one week, all my kids will know that one. And now my little Emily, who comes in and is so tiny, and she has, I mean, her, her parents, for the first six months she came to Bible class uh, on Wednesday nights, her parents didn't even go to class. They were accidentally, they were taking her to the bathroom and walked, because we have a meal that we serve, and um, it's a free meal, and they were taking her to the restroom next to the children's <coughs> ministry, and of course she walked in, she saw the class, and she was like,
1: "Oh!"
0: and, um, and they said, no, 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 come on, we're going to the bathroom. And so they were taking her into the restroom, and I said, you know, when she comes out, you can leave her with us if you want for just an hour, we would be happy to teach her, and you can just wait or go to class. And they're like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you, it's up to you, but we'll have fun, and we have several of us in here, so she'll be safe. Um, And so, you know, if you want to do that, you're welcome to. So they left her, and of course, she loved it. She loved it, and so they began to bring her, and they would go, like, and uh, you know, you, you break a few policy. you break a p- policy, a lot of times we have a, you have to stay on campus when you drop your children off. at children's ministry, that's our general Sunday morning campus, that keeps us from having the Sunday morning Starbucks parents, you know, from dropping their kids off and going to Starbucks, <laughs> which we have problems with that sometimes. Um, so we generally have that policy, but on Wednesday nights, um, I was like, let's start where we can, and it paid off for us, actually. So I was like, just drop her off. And you can go sit in the gym if you want or whatever. I didn't want to really monitor where they went. I don't know. I just needed them to come back in an hour to pick her up, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so they began dropping her off. And it was, I, it was six months before they ever went to class, you know, or went to a workshop. So we have these workshops that are kind of helpful workshops for them. And they would go home, I guess, to the apartments next door. I don't even know.
1: They, they sat in the gym and talked. They sat in the gym and talked.
0: And finally, after a while, they began to go to these workshops. And now they go to the workshops. Um, The mom usually and the dad will occasionally come with her. And isn't that amazing how these children bring their parents in to church like that? I love that. And little Emily, she knows exactly where Genesis is in the Bible. And she knows all of these, you know, answers to these trivia questions. And she sings these songs. And she's just praising the Lord. And I tell you what, seeing Jesus work like that in the lives of children and then their parents is beautiful. And it makes our tired, tired minds and uh, weary souls uh, refreshed whenever we see that kind of thing. So that's, that's very important. Um, So repetition um, is key. Um, Occasionally I'll do printables, right? So I mean sometimes you, you know, I remember coming in and, and you have the, the person who, as they're teaching a class, their idea of teaching a class is uh, teaching a quick, Bible story and then showing a, having the kids do a crossword puzzle. And honestly, there's nothing really wrong with that. Um, There isn't, but there's a lot more engaging things to do with the kids. But I say that there's nothing wrong with having a few crosswords or a few um, coloring sheets or something on hand if you have that extra time and you need to fill it. Um, And so I have a few of those just on hand. And this is a good site to get a few. Of course, there are many. You know, I mean, you can find um, puzzles. I put a few in the back here um, that are just some that I picked up, um, the salt of the earth. The older kids love crosswords. Ours do. They love these. They just don't get to do them very often. Um, And so, and then this other one on the back is a simpler one. So I have this on hand so that they can... Um, do them if you have extra time and don't have anything else to to do with them, or you um, are completely out of energy and you just need them. Just <laughs> sit with a pencil and do something and not talk. You know, not talk for a while. So that's totally fine. That, you know, that's fine. I just wanted to offer that. Biblewise.com is right here. Um, in fact, I have the website. I can show you. And I just accidentally found this. So here is the main website, and if you go under Kids Corner right here so if you go under characters they have fun and games and a lot of this is online but these particular ones are not so you have topics here and then um you have all of these so this is just these all of these little sheets that you can print um for kiddos um at all different age levels too so anyway that's just a, um, a good website to go to among the many So now we'll go into reviewing the Bible story. So of course you have review questions. Um, And so I have, this is so cute. My friend um, came up with this one for me, actually. This is not for me. Um, She says, have something like individually wrapped bubble gum on hand to give away. Um, And if you... um, you know, if they answer a question, you know, you can toss it to them. I don't know why that makes such a big deal, but they love it. Oh, yeah, cut it, you know. And so, or, you know, or any kind of, you know, candy or something like that. Um, they love that kind of thing. And so just reviewing, a general review session of the story is good. But then you can do, um, another idea is to do a retelling of the story, but put a lot of mistakes in it and see if they catch them so simple but so great they love it they're like wait that's not right that was wrong and and they love that and so that is a easy thing to do you don't have to have any supplies on hand you can just retell the bible story with some mistakes and have them catch them and that can take up some time and is really fun um you can also play hot potato so have the kids sit in a circle and um, pass around any object. I mean, really, it can be anything. You know, it can be your sunglasses. I mean, it can be, you know, anything or whatever that you have on hand um, to pass around. Um, and whenever they stop, um, they get to answer a review question that you have, you know, or something like that. Or whenever that you say stop or the music stops, you can do this with music. Um, and whoever has the object that you're passing around, um, they can tell you their favorite part of the Bible story, too. You know, that could be fun. And so that's something that is an easy thing, but that takes a little bit of time. Um, we play a lot of Bible hangman. I have um, a dad in our children's ministry that that is just what he does. That's become his thing. So he comes in and he gets the whiteboard out and he plays Bible hangman um, with the kids, which is funny, hangman, children's ministry. But, but it's, it works and you know, he'll write out just a phrase from the Bible story and he'll have the kids play. Takes a lot of time and he loves it. And so that's another thing. If you have someone who is not really comfortable teaching, Um, Or if you have a dad that comes in that's like, I don't want to teach these kids, don't leave me in here for long. Say, can you play Bible Hangman? You know, can you just do that with them for just a few minutes? That's a great thing to do. um, And it allows more people to be able to come in and be less intimidated by teaching. Because, right, don't we have a lot of people who are like, look, I'm going to help you, but don't make me teach. We have a lot of people like that. And so give them a small task. Say, I just need you for 15 minutes. That's it. If you'll just come in from 10.15 to 10.30, that's all I need you for, and play Bible Hangman. And you can even give them the phrase. If they, you know, here's a phrase. Can you play Bible Hangman with the kids? That's great. It gets another face in front of them uh, and allows them to minister in some way, become more familiar with the kids, um, and gives you a little bit of a break as well, or your, or your person who's, who's teaching. All right. So now, if we go on to the next page. Um, Oh yeah, Pictionary is good, that's always a fun. The kids can take a turn um, to play Bible Pictionary um, with the story idea. Um, So the memory verse is also a really good one if you have a memory verse for the day or for the month. Um, You can do the same kind of thing, you can play hot potato, um, and they either have to say the memory verse or a portion of the memory verse. You know, um, with little bitty guys, I give them, I'm very lenient, I'm like, yes, that was a word in the memory verse, yes, yay, you know, that's good, that's okay, Um, and so that's good. Add motions, always add motions, have the kids help you. You guys can sit and take a few minutes to say, let's make motions to our memory verse, guys, so that will help us remember it. I mean, we kind of forget that, but using the children to come up with them is great, and sometimes they have great ideas that you might not have thought about so that's a good one um oh and these are fun so these are just fun extra little things to do with the memory verse and they really help with memorization so say the memory verse out loud first just go through the whole thing and then whisper it have us you whisper it to them and then have them whisper it with you so everybody whisper the memory And then you can get a little bit louder and a little bit louder. And then you can yell the memory verse. We're going to yell it out loud, you know. And they love that. Something about that makes them feel kind of like wild and excited. And so you yell the memory verse and you get to, you know, yell it out loud. And then you can go back down to whisper. And you can do that. That takes time. But it also helps them to be receiving that memorization Um, in a different way, and it just helps them, it just helps to lock it in for them. So that's a good, easy game. It's so easy, but they love it. Um, so you can also do the memory verse in different accents. Like I say, these are super easy, but they're so fun. They're so fun. So you can do it in, in a British accent. You can do it in your southern draw. I almost put Tex in there, but I didn't want to offend anybody, even though I'm from Texas. And so uh, it's easy to go. You can do the southern draw and, and do that. Um, your memory verse in the southern draw. You can do it like a pirate. You can do it like a robot um and they love that and it truly helps that word of god stick in their minds especially if you do that every week and you have this is our memory verse time and we're going to say it in these four different types of ways they're 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 so fun it's it's really fun so that also takes time but it is taking time with a purpose um and then, this is funny, my friend does this, I do not, my my other um, worship waiter does this, it's just hysterical. Um, she says the memory verse in different animal voices, and it gets super silly and all kind of mixed up, but what if, how would our memory verse sound if Scooby-Doo said our memory verse? Wouldn't that be fun? Right? There you go. That would be fun. And so they, it's, kind of funny to hear how they would say it in the Scooby-Doo Boys, you know, or whatever. See, I'm butchering it, but they would, they love that kind of thing, or, you know, how would a horse, how would a horse say this memory verse, you know, how would a pig say it? They love that kind of thing, and again, it just is getting this Bible scripture in their hearts in a different way, so I, I love these kind of things. They're fun. Does anyone else have... Um, a particular game that you do with either story retelling or with memory verses—that's good. Yes.
2: You ever type in uh, Bible Study Guide.
0: BibleStudyGuide.com. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I haven't done uh, that.
2: What they do? T- one of the best things that they have—you can type it in. Sure.
0: Bible yeah. you yeah, Go to a new tab. Yeah.
2: They have uh, Bible book summary cards. Okay. That's one of the best things that that company. I think, has. Bible Study Guide—is that right?
0: Com. Is it Biblestudyguide.com? dot com? Yeah.
2: Okay. Let me. Give me a second. Probably no spaces. Right.
0: And just click on that. Oh, yeah. We're looking.
2: Go under. Just say grades one through two. Okay. This looks good. And it's a Church of Christ spot. Oh, In, out wonderful. Of Oh, wonderful. Um, Go
0: down. So this is biblestudyguide.com all one word. Student,
2: but you want to see student pages? Go, no, go
0: down. And they're looking Go
2: to Bible book summary cards.
0: Bible book summary cards. Yeah, and link.
2: Scroll scroll down. They don't have a video but
0: Oh, wonderful. What the cards
2: look like. Yeah. So you have a card for every book of the Bible. They have them in large size as well as individual size. Okay. And then click on it and it has questions and a summary of the book. Uh, so oh. my kids are, are learning the books of the Bible, but I can hold these cards up and they'll say, yes, this is Matthew, this is Luke, this is Acts. They can beat the adults. Um, just Fantastic. Up, cause they have Old Testament too. Yeah. But we talk about the genealogy. Say, is in Matthew and Luke. Yeah. So you have Abraham or you have Adam, and so we have to look and see what that is. That's and wonderful. The key key principles for every single book. The key principles
0: for every single book, and it comes in different sizes. I'm just order. repeating it for the recording. So, if you go on to the Bible uh, Bible study cards.
1: Or Bible the bi- study is that right? Guy. Is it
0: oh, called Bible Bible study guide? The sample cards are down at the bottom, and you can use those um, for facts and trivia not, and questions about each one. And, you know, yeah.
1: Yet,
0: so. Neat. That's a great resource. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Yes. The risers. Have you heard the risers? The risers.
1: is awesome. Oh. So you can
0: go on YouTube
1: and play their videos. They they're have so videos. Fun. They have mm-hmm. CDs. You, can,
0: you don't even have to buy them. Just go on YouTube. And, and how do you spell that? Rizers. I think it's just R-I-Z-E-R because they're the memorizers. Yeah, yeah. But
1: like the videos are like these cool cartoons. Like, oh are yeah, just cool
0: cartoons. But they're not cheap. Like, <laughs> they're perfect for all ages. Oh, that's um, so good. And every time I hear, every time I read a certain verse, that they've done uh on song. The song like, comes up. And, and they're really good. Like they're like they're very modern. Yeah. Um, but it's with a grade right out of scripture. scripture. Straight scripture, I love that. So that's risers, Um, just Google risers, R-I-Z-E-R-S, like memorizers, uh, risers.com, and that should have um, songs and uh, things with scripture to help memorize. That also reminds me of Seeds Family Worship is another one that has memorization, that are straight uh, memory verses from the Bible, and they are also so good. So look up Seeds Family Worship, S-E-E-D-S seeds family worship is another one that is similar to that but i'm looking forward to looking up the risers that's great thank you good i love these resources are so good resources are so good yes super simple idea with memory verse um reciting is to get a couple big laundry baskets or smaller crates whatever you want and beanbags lots of beanbags for your kids yeah They toss a bag in for each phrase, break down that memory verse into um, doable lots, and toss a bag in as I say if each. As they phrase. say each phrase or each word, so that's good. kinetic learning with it's really great. Yeah, anytime they get to throw anything, they <laughs> love that. Yeah, that's and great too. The beach ball back and forth as you you know patting that in a circle. At this oh yeah, part. the beach ball it's kind of like the hot potato thing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that beach ball is and great. Bible <laughs> you can use. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, <laughs> I love the that. Bible yes so good okay I love these ideas thank you guys they're so good um, so if you need quiet if you'll go to the next section if you need quiet time there is a game called look up look down have you guys played this game before so you get the kids in a circle or you can have if you have you know too many kiddos you really don't want any more than about eight kids in a circle so you can do several circles um, and you want to have a leader in each one but they stand in a circle um, really quiet, And everyone puts their heads down, and then whenever you say, um, look up, the leader will say, look up, and you look up. And if you are, you try to, well, the goal is to not look someone in the eyes. As soon as you look someone in the eyes and your eyes lock, you both are out. Okay, so, have you played that? Yes. And so you, you try to make it where it's quick, you know you know, whatever, and so they have, um, it's fun, and it can take a while, too, because you always have those kids, you know, who are really awesome at this game, you know, Um, and so that is a good game to play, just a time filler, Um, just look up, look down, so you, you know, stand in a circle, and you say look up, and they look up, and then they look down, and then look up, oh, look down, and hopefully you're not, you know, the kids who get to stay standing are the ones who are not making eye contact with anyone else, Um, But you can't, you know, you have to make up your rules. You know, the kids can't look up at the ceiling every time, you know. They have to look up at someone, and hopefully that person is not looking at them also. Simple little game. That's a time filler. So look up, look down is a good one. Telephone is another one that you can use with um, a particular phrase from your Bible story. Um, a particular phrase from your Bible verse, from your memory verse, or just any kind of, um, you know, Jesus loves you. You can say Jesus loves you, and you whisper it, and you can only whisper it one time. You sit in a circle, and you can only whisper it one time to that kid, and that kid has to go around, and by the time it gets to you, it's going to be, you know, don't do the dishes or something, I don't know, you know, something completely different. So anyway, that's a good um, thing to do with time that just takes time, but it's quiet, it's quiet. Another thing that is important is prayer requests with your kids. Um, Take prayer requests from your kids. And even if you have writers that are, you know, reading and writing, if you give them a slip of paper and want to let them write down a prayer request and then fold it up, privacy is pretty big for them. Um, A lot of times they need to know that their prayer request is safe with you and that you're not going to say, you know, Joni prayed for her mom and dad's divorce. What you they don't, you know, they're that's gonna really um keep them from giving prayer requests next time. But if if you can fold them quietly, you know, and you know, give everyone a little piece of paper and have them you know, write down something they want to pray for. And then if you have little guys who can't write or someone who can't write very well, um, then go and offer to help them, but have them fold them up and turn them back into you, and then um. You can say, uh, you know, you can pray for these, um, or you can mix them up, as long as they don't write their name on them. You can mix them up and then hand them back out, and then have the kids go to a a quiet corner and pray um, quietly. And You can put some music on really quietly. This can be done in any room, and it's just quiet time. This is our prayer time, where we just want to sit with the Lord and pray. Or they can do their own prayer requests. I mean, there's just many versions that you can do with that, but don't hesitate to have kids take time on their own to just sit quietly and pray. And if you have that one kid who cannot sit still and who cannot, you would never, they will never go into a corner and pray like that. They're just going to be all over the place. Then go with them. You know, that can be one that you go, come on, let's go together and let's just sit and let's talk and pray together in the corner um, or wherever in the room. That's that's a really good thing. So the sharing thing is really important. Um, don't share if they, you know, if they don't want you to. Um, and you can also do, you know, there have been times whenever I've pulled in our church bulletin into my Bible class or church uh, children's worship, I'll pull in our uh, children's uh, worship. I mean, our bulletin, and we have prayer requests in our bulletin, and we'll pray for those too. And that really gets the kids involved in their church family. And so that is also a good thing to do: is um, pray over your church bulletin. So this is that's something that can take time. There are always uh, finally get to know you activities, even if these kids all know one another really well then you can do get to know you activities um, as well. So, one of the things is, um, uh, you know, learning names. This is a, a beginning one, but you can have the kids sit in a circle and the first kid says their name and maybe their favorite pizza topping, you know, or their favorite ice cream, or their favorite holiday, any of those things. You can come up with a million, right? Yeah. Like the and breakfast like cereal, right? yeah. yeah. And so, you, they say their name and they say, yeah, Lucky Charms. And the next child says their name, and Fruit Loops, and this kid's name, and their favorite cereal. And you go on around. Now, poor kids at the end. it's hard. You can help them. But this is a great thing that takes a lot of time. But it's also um, just something to get to know one another a little bit better. So that is a good one. Um, and you can go on with their favorite color, their favorite song, their pets' names. That's kind of fun. Their pets' names. I mean, I've listed out several here for you. Um, they're a great way to start the class, to have kind of an opening thing to start the class. Um, but anyway, they're just, there's a lot, a lot there. Um, and so, and that is all that I have in my notes. I know there are a myriad of other things, but I didn't want to just inundate you with so many Um that you would never end up looking at this paper because there are so many and it's overwhelming. Um, I can show you another couple of videos if you'd like, if you'd like to see any of our other videos or any other requests for anything Um, or things to share. Yeah. When you pass out the bottles and do the bottle time Bible version because I you're all the exact kind of yes um, we have we used to do Bible max um, years ago and so we have Bible max vid, um, Bibles um, there's also the Kids adventure Bible that we have and we have a lot of those and so those are the two either Bible max video uh, um, Bibles or the kids adventure Bible um, I do the beginner's Bible, um, for all of my kindergartners whenever they go from kindergarten, actually, all my guys who go into kindergarten, I give them um, a, a children's, um, they get the, that beginner's Bible, and then I believe they get a Bible Max video, uh, say video, Bible Max Bible, or an adventure Bible, whenever they go into first grade, and that'll kind of carry them through all the way through fifth grade. But it's a big one. And we talk a lot about, too, whenever they go into first grade, about that now you can write in your Bibles. Um, we want you to highlight in your Bibles and underline verses and things like that. You know, I'm, I'm big on... I take time to tell all of my kids when they get to that age, we've taught them before when they're two, do not write in your Bibles, you know, do not, you don't mark in your Bibles, but then they've graduated, where now they get to write in their Bibles and highlight them. Um, That's something that I think is so important for kids to be able to make their Bibles their own. So anyway, any other questions? I have so many video resources I would love to share with you. We just don't have time for that. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. When you are talking about the parents when they come by and you said your little daughter can come in here and you got her. Yeah. There. What type of registration do you process do for... To make sure the right people are picking up the child or do you have tags for parents? yes we have tags for parents so i have a sign-in sheet um that we have and i require they i need a phone number or a cell phone number um and their location like they can they can put you know in gym or whatever but i they can't leave them without so i have to have a way to get in touch with them that's that's required they just have to have that um and then they have a tag and the child has a tag. And on a on Wednesday nights, I don't use my official name tags. I just use a hello, my name is tag, or you know, a blank label. You can do that. Um, and it, it's matching. So it's matching. We do one for the parent, one for the kid. And they have to have that tag where our you know, tagline is, our tagline huh, is um, uh, no tag, no kid. Um, and I just had someone do that on Easter Sunday. She was one of our um, members who's been attending for a long, long time. And, but we had a lot of visitors. And so she came up, and she goes, oh, Lila, I don't have my tag. And I said, okay, I'm, just wait just a moment. And this caught her off guard. I said, I love you, but I have a lot of guests, and I need to make sure that they know that we are ser- really serious about our security. So I said, just wait just a minute, and I'll look at your license, just a moment. Because I have her name on the tag that, her, that is with her grandson. Um, and so that makes the world of difference. Of course, I can branch into a security uh, classroom uh, you know, really quick. I can teach about security for two hours. <laughs> but um, but it, that's really important um, that you model that security even for that elder's wife or your preacher's wife who is, you know, you know who they are. But there's two visitors here who have had a nasty divorce, and they are so afraid of who's going to pick up their kid you know or something's going to happen you know especially in larger churches you know they're so afraid who is going to be able to pick up my kid i am the only one allowed to pick up my child because my ex-husband or my you know ex whoever whatever could could come and try to pick him up um and that's happened with us we've had that situation twice in my years where we've had an attempt to pick up from people who just came in they knew their kid would be in children's ministry but the the parent had already Said they, if they show up, they are not um, legally allowed to pick up the child anyway. So you just, you have to keep up with your system, Um, and so that's important. So just show ID. If you don't have the tag, no tag, no kid. And if so, they just, if you lost your tag, we totally understand that happens. Absolutely, love you so much. Wait just a moment. Let me get this long list of kiddos already taken care of, and then I'll look at your ID, and we'll do that. And that's what we did. She pulled her ID out and showed me her ID, and. And I think it just is a level of security that people need, especially in today's world where you have just lots of, uh, lots of crazy things happen. Um, so anyway, and people want to know, especially if you have people who are not, you know, who are not really sure about this church thing anyway. And they're coming in and they're like, what are you gonna do with my kid? Are you gonna brainwash them?" <laughs> you know, they, some people are like, mm. Somewhat. <laughs> Somewhat, you know, they're like, Whoa. and so they, they are worried, you know, about what you're gonna do. And should I even leave my kid? They need to feel secure that you're only gonna release them to who they are supposed to be released to. Um, so, anyway, yeah, modeling is important. I'm here, yes? And about the prayer time, yeah. the quiet time. Yeah. It's such a special prayer. Um, it's one of our favorite times with our kids. Um, and we do have some of those that don't always wanna
1: be still. A lot of times they'll surprise you. Yes. But there's a lot of things that we can do to help them spend that time with God, just quiet down, but still be able to have a kinesthetic yeah. outlet. Yeah. So um, whether it's a prayer stone, a prayer cross, a little finger labyrinth, um, clay, clay praying color, pray color. Yeah. okay hey, you don't have to sit like this. You don't have to sit right? You can do you it can
0: Exactly. Uh, But that God does,
1: He wants you to jump in in, and be excited, and yet He also sometimes needs you to be quiet. Yes. You can hear Him in that way, too. Yeah. But that we can still use our bodies because He made our bodies.
0: Right. I love that.
1: I'm really really kinesthetic, so I tend to go that route, but we have a lot of kids
0: that are like that. Yeah. they do, and something to hold is really helpful. I, I love that. Something to hold is very helpful um, for that, just so they have something to be doing while they're, while they're calming their brain. Music also helps that as well. That's why we try to play soft music um, during that time. It just helps to bring the mood down as well. So I appreciate your idea so, so much. Absolutely, and thank you all for coming. And I have extra sheets. If you want to take an extra couple, I don't need to go home with them. So if you want to take any extras, um I have extras up here. You can just grab grab an extra one if you'd like. And um, again, I just I hope the Lord blesses your ministries in big ways. I'm so grateful. Feel free to email me anytime if you just want to chat or a talk. Thank you. Thank you.